Welcome to the Rob and Kale podcast. Rob Sanders. Where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. Bend over and I'll show you. You've got a lot of nerve talking to me like that, Griswold. I wasn't talking to you. The Rob and Kale podcast. A uh, little holiday action there, Jackpot. Welcome into the show, sir. That is absolutely superb. You like that? Yeah. Well, one of the jerk-offs that's on this show actually can do things like that and should probably do them more often. But <laughs> And one of them is just a jerk-off. <laughs> yeah, good stuff, man. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, i got a full show planned for us today. Jackpot, uh, where in the hell are you this evening, sir? I'm in Lumberton, North Carolina. Hmm. Okay, well, I don't know. Work stuff's got you up there. That's good for you, though. Up in uh, it's kind of uh, in the central area of where I need to be. So, yeah. Biscuit says you've got a twin bed. <laughs> uh, it's two twin beds together. It's a uh, king size. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's huge. All right. That's a huge bed. All you need is Ziggy. Yeah, my poor boy's at home. All right. Well, Hall <laughs> and Oates says Jackpot looks like he's waiting for an escort. A Ford, Ford, Ford escort, maybe. Oh, my God. Biscuit says put a quarter in the bed. Yeah. All right. All right. We're not ripping. Uh, we're not ripping jackpot anymore tonight. That's not nice. All right. So let's uh, let's get moving tonight. Jackpot. We got to talk about folks in the transfer portal and fucking everybody leaving Clemson and all kind of shit tonight. But uh, let's thank our sponsors, Callaway's Bar and Grill, Callaway'sBarGrill.com. Tomorrow, I will have the link out on our Facebook page so that you can enter our bowl pick'em challenge which of course is sponsored by callaways it's the same way that we do our setup with uh with uh the uh the regular pick'em challenge yep you just pick all the bowl games at once you start on the 18th which is the first set of uh first real set of bowl games and then we'll pick up until the college football playoffs after that if you're still within the realm of winning meaning that you know, if Jackpot got 26 correct and everybody else got 24 or whatever, if you're within one point, then we'll pick the national championship game and total points, and someone is going to uh, win some money. We're going to make it a little bit different, though, right, Jackpot? We're going to pay first place, second, and third, right? Didn't we talk about that? Yes, we are. Yeah, we sure did. We'll we'll, we'll work out the percentages on that, but uh, that way some folks, uh, you know, you have an opportunity to uh, give, give more people an opportunity. It is the holiday season. Yeah, it is the holiday season, so we're f feeling generous. Uh, so we decided to uh, do that and keep interest up. And, and if that works out well next year, the 2022 college football season, that's probably the way we're going to do the uh, regular season challenge. So that do that everyone for the, who uh, does well gets a piece of the pie. Might do that for the bracket challenge too. Let's see how it works out. All right. But tomorrow, be uh, I will have it up on the Robin Kale Facebook page on the robinkale.com website. Are we going to do, do a super regional baseball challenge? 
I, you know, I would love to do that, but you know, I don't know. Uh, it depends on the audience because yeah, I, I, would, I, I would, you know, I would, I'm, I'm one team in the that. state will probably be in that though. So, yeah, yeah, Coastal Carolina. So, yeah, no, um, <laughs> no. All right. The well, the anyway, Fox. Um, one to throw out there also, uh, if just anyone happened to be listening knows anyone that can help uh, uh one of the listeners of the the show here uh reached out via facebook messenger said she's looking for a like a small one bedroom studio apartment or something like that a small house or something for rent for her son in the the greenville south carolina area um like the the, the taylor's greer travelers rest area Anyone that happens to be listening knows anyone that has such uh, a thing for rent. Uh, you can hit me up on the Twitter DMs at Hall underscore Kale, or you can uh, message us directly on the Rob and Kale Show Facebook page, Instant Messenger. Just throwing it out there, trying to help one of the listeners out. Look at you, be it, Jackpot wants to be mayor. Oh, really and, uh, speaking of the, the Cowboys uh, College Football Pick'em Challenge, I would be remiss uh, if I didn't, and I promised uh, for um, a certain individual who may or may not have at one time been a co-host on this show that uh, giving a shout-out to Matt Tomlinson for getting 39% of the picks right in the Cowboys College Football Pick'em Challenge. Way to set the bar, Tater. Well, hey, and I, I've got a special soundbite just for Matt Tomlinson since he finished with 39%. Here we go. I hope you find a therapist who can help you. I hope you die of ass cancer. There you go. Wow. <laughs> I stole that from Yellowstone last night. It made me happy. <laughs> I had to, had to cut it up for today's show. All right. Well, we also have uh, our buddy Dennis Wilson who is freezing his nuts off in South Dakota, moving that freight, ladies and gentlemen. That's what Dennis Wilson does. He is uh, hopefully, hopefully he's thawed out a little bit. But uh, we do have fireside chats with Uncle Jack. Well, I can't think of a nicer individual to have their nuts frozen off. Easy, sir. That's not nice. When have I ever been known for being nice? Oh, Jackpot. I hope you find a therapist who can help you. I hope you die. All right. Well, guess what, guys? It sucks to be a game. Cox. Plural. Uh, Clemson is my Palmetto Bowl champion. Clemson is way too deep. If Gamecock football was a Christmas gift, it would be a lump of coal, a pet rock, or a re-gifted fruitcake. North Carolina is the real Carolina. It's not up for discussion. We're so shitty, we are going to get mouthfucked by a tar hole in Charlotte. It sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. That message courtesy of Dennis Wilson from DNC Trucking and Transport. All facts undisputed there. It's not like Jackpot's going to spew lies. He's a truthful person. So there you go with that. All right. Well, Jackpot, The let, let's talk first about uh, South Carolina. They lost to Condre White. That is a big, big deal for South Carolina. I think he was... This season, he was the best running back on the team, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But now uh, we're seeing some stuff. I'm seeing something on the Gamecock 24-7 side. Here's some stuff from Shane Bieber that he's not sure this kid's 
Maybe this kid is going to play in the bowl and leave after that. I, I don't fucking know. Doesn't sound to me like in his message that his goodbye message yesterday that he planned on playing in the bowl. So I, I don't know. I honestly don't know that he's going to be the difference between winning and losing a ball game in North Carolina. I believe uh, defense is going to be the difference in winning or losing a game to North Carolina because Kevin Harris and Marshawn Lloyd should be able to run on North Carolina's defense without a problem. I agree. Completely I mean, agree. I mean, their 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 defense is a sieve. I mean, it's horrible. So, um, uh, with that being said, though, the Gamecocks' offense hasn't exactly been known to uh, take uh, advantage of opportunities this year, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <clears throat> so, with that though, I, I think it kind of sucks that uh, there's players that are going to be out. Uh, Sam Howell, by the way, is in. He tweeted out that he is going to play in the Mayonnaise Bowl. So, yeah, there's that. Here's what Beamer said about Zacondre White. Quote, this is straight from the coach's mouth. It's not definite that he is out for the bowl game. I've had multiple conversations with Zacondre since the day after the Clemson game. I would say it's not 100% that Zacondre is not playing in the bowl game. Um, I, I, I beg to differ his Twitter message and his Instagram says, uh, see you later. I'm going to the NFL, but well, what the fuck either, either he plays or he doesn't. I don't know why the coach is giving him a choice. Okay. Just, just let me know in a couple of weeks if you plan on play or not, just tell him motherfucker, are you going to play or are you not going to play? I mean, it's as simple as that. Or, as my grandma used to say, shit or get off the pot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, why is he? I mean, I don't know. This seems a little bit Will Muschamp esque, if you ask me. Yeah, well, I'm not hanging that on Shane Beamer because Will Muschamp's terrible. And I still think Shane Beamer's a pretty good coach. But, jackpot, there's another piece of it, too. And uh, you called in today on the. Uh, on the rundown, which we stream right here on the uh, the Carolina Jackpot channel every day at 3 o'clock. Um, and you mentioned that uh, you might hit the transfer portal if there's a chance that uh, South Carolina retains your number one in your heart offensive coordinator, Mr. Marcus Satterfield. Jackpot, are you hitting the transfer portal, sir? I'm telling you, I don't I don't know that I'm gonna hit the transfer portal, but I just don't know if I'm gonna be able to be into it as much as I as I have been. I mean, you know, um uh, why would you just keep on doing why why do you why, why would you continue to do the same old thing expecting a different result? I, I think that uh Marcus's uh crappy play calling, uh his crappy use of the offensive talent has just uh, it blows my mind. It just absolutely blows my freaking mind. And everybody says, well, Carolina Jackpot, you know, I mean, uh, you know, y'all ain't got no talent. Blah, 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 blah. Well, so what? I mean, there's tons of teams out there that didn't have the most talent in the world. I mean, hell, Florida State didn't have no talent. Uh, they didn't fi- have a problem scoring some points on Clemson. Uh, you know, who else? Uh, uh, I don't know. Georgia Tech didn't have a lot of talent. They didn't have a, a huge problem uh, being North Carolina. Uh, Virginia doesn't exactly have a whole lot of talent, uh, but they went out there and put up 35, 40 points a game. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to have you, you don't have to have elite talent to be able to score fucking points and cross the damn goal line. 
Man, that 30 to nothing loss still chaps your ass, doesn't it? It does chap my ass. It's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. Georgia Tech scored points on Clemson. Wake Forest scored points on Clemson. Uh, Florida State scored points on uh, NC State scored many points on Clemson. Pitt scored points on Clemson. Uh, uh, South Carolina State scored points on Clemson. Exactly. What? <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Well, Absolutely ridiculous to get housed like that by your fucking arch rival, your hated fucking arch rival, at home, at night. I, I, decade, decade of dicking, jackpot. Decade of dicking. Garbage. Uh, you know, with that, though, South Carolina's got to figure out who they're going to hire, and they need to get on this quick because coordinators are going like crazy right now. I mean, this is the week to do it. I mean, you better get with it quick. Would you agree? I mean, they got a they got some choices to yeah, make. Well, I mean, we've, we've been known. I mean, too, we're so. not. We've always been known. We've we've been known to be a reactionary program. We've not we've not been known to be a proactive program. We've known to be been known to be re- reactionary. Let me let me set the stage back for you about six years. Uh, you know, Steve Spurrier actually did South Carolina a favor back in 2015 when. Instead of retiring at the end of the season uh, without a, a real notice or, or, or whatever, or, or getting let go at the end of the season, he quit in the middle of the season. He quit in the middle of the season. So guess what? As you know, hey, we fucking need a new head coach, right? So South Carolina had at least a six to seven week jump start on everyone else. Yet they still managed to scrape the bottom of the fish tank when it came to making a head coaching hire, they made the worst head coaching hire of the 2015 offseason. The worst. Yeah, absolutely. Shithole is what he And is. then they let, they let Georgia swoop in there and hire Kirby Smart out from under him. That should have been our fucking coach. Should have been our damn coach. Should have been. They should have had it locked in. Should have had it locked in. Uh, yeah, they should have. Uh, they should have done that. You're absolutely right. I um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do as far as with Satterfield, but the more and more you look at it, they are. Uh, doesn't Biscuit look good. says, "I'm thinking Todd Grantham as defensive coordinator at South Carolina." Now he's being silly. He's being we, silly. There's nothing we wrong. Need, you know, we don't need a point. defense. We got our defensive coordinator. We're good, dude. We're good. We don't need him. Uh, Steve, Steve says Bobo is available. Uh, Bible Belt Beauty says Derek Dooley is available. Yeah. Paul Oates says Wes Miles is available. Bible Belt Beauty has also said that UConn scored on Clemson. UConn actually didn't score on Clemson's defense. UConn scored a special teams touchdown. Kid yeah. reached between his legs on the opening kickoff, picked up a fumbled kickoff, and still managed to take it back for a score. Yeah, that was pretty depressing. I think that was a little bit of over pursuit. That's that's true. Uh, I I got nothing on that. I, I think that um, we literally should call Marcus Satterfield and just yell things at him, and then thank you, fuck you, bye, boom, get out. Dave's fu- Dave's fucking up. Says. 
Why did the chicken cross the road? Because it was easier than crossing the goal line. <laughs> that's actually really great. That's that's pretty good, Dave. Very good, sir. Who doesn't like a good clean joke, Jackpot? Um, Brandon Brandon Coon said GA Mangus is available. I've already told you, thirsty Mangus. Thirsty. Hire <laughs> David Cut David Cutcliffe's going to the golf course or yeah. the retirement center. So that that let's get into Clemson really quick. There, they're talking about uh, Wes Goodwin is uh, the talk to be the defensive coordinator, and if uh, and then uh, Tony Elliott was on his way to Virginia today to interview for the job there after Hall of Fame Virginia linebacker uh, Poindexter said, yeah, I don't want that job. I'd rather stay at Penn State. How do you tell your alma mater that? I'd rather be the defensive coordinator at fucking Penn State with the legacy of molestation and everything else they have there than to come home. Oh, <laughs> man, I'm trying to clean down to. now, Rob. That wasn't necessary. I have to. Uh, it is necessary. First no, thing I said, nobody, nobody that's there anymore had anything to do with that. Man, they're gonna be they still, they're gonna they be, still have the showers there. They saw the showers where it happened. Should have leveled those two. From my uh, from what I understand, they remodeled them. <laughs> they look like a, a cozy hotel uh, motel six shower now. Anyway, um I, I, that's crazy to me. He did he, he pulled Pull the Bobby Crimmins. Bobby Crimmins did the same thing mm -hmm. back in 1993 in the offseason to the uh, South Carolina Gamecock basketball program. Of course, Bobby Crimmins, famous uh, uh, Hall of Fame basketball coach at uh, Georgia Tech. Uh, guy had a, a solid mane of gray hair when he was 36. Uh, former Gamecock basketball player in the early 70s. Bobby accepted the head coaching job at uh, South Carolina after South Carolina fired Steve Newton. And uh, then he turned around a day later and said, no, nah, I'm staying at Georgia Tech. So South Carolina went and hired Eddie Fogler from Vanderbilt, which had a few good seasons there at South Carolina in the late nice. 90s. Had a few good seasons, won an SEC title, uh, went to the big dance and lost in the first round two years, lost in one year as the number two seed, to a 15 seed, which was not um, uh, which, which Richmond Spider? unheard of then. That was Coppin State. Yeah. And then they Coppin were a State. three seed, and they lost to Richmond, who was a 14 seed, right. which, you know, that's just the that's just the Gamecock way to do things there. Brock says uh, you should send in a job for the OC or O-line job. He says you ran a very strong offense at Ingles with the low level of talent that you had to work with. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> let's let's not piss on the talent the jackpot had to work with. That's not nice. <laughs> there were some good jackpot work with some good folks there. Eat line. I'm just kidding. All that's right, good. well, let's see here. Uh, call the show 803-470-2905. That number is open and available for you if you want to call the program this evening. You want uh, to talk about to the kids first? You, when I worked there, the, the least talented people were the ones above me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> of course they were. Of course they were. That's, that's kind of the way that it is. 
Uh, anyway, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. You want to call and join us here and uh, talk about transfers. And who was it? Uh, Gamecocks had a couple of defensive players that went into the transfer portal, but the only one that really stings is Zacondre White. And you know what? If I'm Zacondre White and I look at the... Well, he really, he the, the portal. He's just leaving. Right. But as far as... Some folks are upset about the uh, the actual the actual game or him actually leaving. So when I look at his stats, though, you can make an argument that Zacondre White had he had like I want to make sure that I give you the exact numbers here because he had like a stretch there where he didn't. Uh, he had like a three-game stretch where he didn't get a carry. Yeah, like they didn't they didn't let him play at all. I mean, he he played. I think in the first game, the second game, I don't think he played in the Georgia game. So I'm trying to make sure I give you the exact numbers here, but uh, yeah, it's the way that he was dealt with there. I mean, I, I can't really blame him. And to be honest, he may be thinking, uh, why would I go and and play in this? in this bowl game. And I'm not for sure that Satterfield's actually going to give me carries. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a very, uh, very good point. I'd be, I'd be done. So, sorry, but I'm telling you. The, the, the Tiger fans over there are saying Clemson broke the Conde White. Oh God. <laughs> Look, we're trying to, we're trying to be realistic here about this. Okay. So he played, uh, he played against. I don't yeah, have a lot of carries against them, to be honest with you. He had 12 carries against uh, Directional U, five carries against ECU, five carries against Georgia on the 18th, and then he didn't play again until the Vanderbilt game. Then he got 12 carries. Then they uh, the Gamecocks were off for the Halloween weekend. He did put, get eight carries against uh, Texas A&M. He had a two-week period there where he didn't touch the ball. So he didn't he, he didn't carry the ball against game. Kentucky or Tennessee. Or Kentucky or Tennessee. No, or sir. Troy. He wasn't injured. Or Troy. Nope. Did not play in those games. Yeah. And he so was not injured. Would, yeah, he was not injured. It was just maybe he, you know, I don't know. What could he have possibly done to uh to piss in Marcus Satterfield's cornflakes other than fucking get 128 yards rushing in the first game on 12 carries and average 10 yards a carry get 65 yards on 12 carries against Vanderbilt and then you know uh take a seat basically yeah it's uh, not as many yards, yards, yards against Florida about half the yards per carry against Vanderbilt but I mean they have a pretty staunch yeah. defense you know so I think um, he's the team's leading rusher, but you know we're we're not going to let him play three weeks out of the season. Okay. How many not, carries? Not, not how, many, how many carries did he have against move you? Uh, ten for sixty yards. He averaged six yards a carry that's and got a touchdown. Exactly. That's pretty good. I mean, that's a six yards a carry against the Tater defense is pretty good. I mean, that's I would say that's more yards per carry than most against them this year, right? Are you talking about the uh, the Clemson game? Yes. Clemson game was seven carries for 22 yards. Okay. But Mizzou, he played really well. Auburn, he had 16 carries for 99 yeah, yards. Yeah, I didn't say Mizzou. I said moo, moo you, but never mind. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said Mizzou. I apologize. Yeah, Moo you. Uh, so if he had a, about 12 or 13 carries against the Taters, that, that's when he was just starting to get warmed up. Y'all, y'all might have scored if he had 12 carries. <laughs> we may have. It, we may have. It may have been thir- uh, 23 to 7 instead of 30 to 0. All right. Well, 803 That's a moral victory. That's a moral victory. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see. 803-470-2905. If you want to join us on the program this evening, phone lines are open. Uh, oh, by the way, I, I took a beating from Clemson fans because I posted on my blog page at Fox Sports Radio about Dan Radakovich leaving on Friday. Because I had two or three people tell me, hey, he's leaving. Enough where I felt confident in putting it out there. And they were like, well, you don't know for sure. Guess what? It just got announced that he's the AD at Miami. So there yeah. you go with all that. It's like, it's like they, they, there's a segment of Clemson fans too. And by the way, the Clemson fans that are all shitting on Tony Elliott, he's taking two national championship rings with him somewhere else. And he's thought of as a pretty good coach. So, you know, it's Clemson fans, a lot of them are just fucking ungrateful. Some they of them, really they're gonna are. be upset. Uh, they may be upset, but a little bit upset if Tony Elliott beats them at Virginia. Yeah, that could possibly happen. It's just you know, he went to Clemson, he's alumni from there, and, and everybody's gonna be pissy with him because they had one year where they didn't uh well they can't i mean that how i mean how can they get real upset how can they get very upset with him uh hell they all wouldn't been fired about midway through the season so no they're just they're just shitting on him on the way out oh you weren't worth the fuck anyway oh whatever shut up shut up all right well 803-470-2905 if you'd like to join us here on the program this evening uh, I mentioned Sam Howell. He's probably going to play in that game for South Carolina or for North Carolina. Ty Chandler, Pac-a-lack, I think. Pacalac says Jeff got them rings. Okay. The entire team got the rings, sir. Jeff's not doing too good as a head coach. Maybe yeah, he's maybe not he doing could, very well at all. Huh? He's not doing very well at all at South Florida. No, it's not. Coming back to Clemson as a consultant or some shit. Having a, Having a very rough time. All right, 803-470-2905. You're welcome to call the program. If you want to talk about uh we got Army Navy game this weekend, Jackpot. That's fun, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel fairly confident that the Army mouth pumps them again. Uh, yeah, well, we'll see. Brandon says, uh, Brandon asked if I'm sure that Elliot turned down the Tennessee job last year. Yes. He was interviewed and turned it down last year from several different folks that said that he's going to take the job at UVA a year later. Well, things change in a year. Things absolutely change in a year. Well, yeah. UVA doesn't have a track record of firing their coaches every four years. Tennessee is just a, a vicious cycle. And they just like it's this rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. It's Lane Kiffin, the Derek Dooley, the freaking uh, Butch Jones, the Jerome Pruitt. The I mean, my God, I almost forgot how many they had there for a minute. <laughs> you know, none of them successful. And then uh, all of them fired. 
That's true. Uh, Baylor man says, what do you think of the matchups with Iowa state and North Carolina? I think that the man, the Gamecock offense is a shithole, but North Carolina's defense is also a shithole. So you have shithole versus shithole here. Um, <laughs> which shithole is going to shine in Charlotte? That's going to be the key to the game. <laughs> I'm not mocking. I mean, I'm, I'm right. Aren't I jackpot? Yeah, you pretty much summed that up there. We're a little bit, a little bit vulgar, but yeah. <laughs> shithole versus shithole. <laughs> All right. So then we also have a uh, Clemson playing Iowa State. Here's the thing with that game: I don't know who's going to play. I mean, I, I honestly don't know uh, who's going to actually play. That's that's the crazy thing. Uh, do you think some of Clemson's know. defensive stars sit the game? Well, I, I think that Booth is not going to play. I think that's going to happen. Um, so that's one of their starters in the secondary. I'm sure that uh, old Necroll will be out there. Oh, you know, um, Necroll's, Necroll's uh, stalwart. He's a stalwart. He's the the uh, the, the keystone uh, in the wall that is the Taylor defense. So, you know, Necroll's not. Oh, this is, this is the last game of football he'll ever play. Well, this is true. Remember, I'm I'm just being honest. This talk this of maybe he's of, going, this yeah. is the last game of football that he's ever going to play without a joystick. So, um, yeah, good point. Mister Boogie says, "Does DJ go to Oklahoma?" His dad said on uh, Twitter that he's not going anywhere. Now, unless he's something's different with his dad. I don't mean to be ugly, know. but do you really think that? Do you really think you think Brent Venables wants him? Uh, for a quarterback, <laughs> no, I'd, I'd be he's more likely to go to fucking Furman. I think he's, he's I think Oklahoma. probably smarter than that. Someone asked if I do not like, oh, Lisa says, Do you not like uh, Skalski? Has nothing to do with not liking Skalski, it's just real. He is a an average linebacker that has uh was put into a position to shine by a brilliant defensive coordinator and. Th- the Clemson defense will be better next year at linebacker without him there. Cause the young man Barrett can, uh, is it Barrett or Carter? I think his name may be Barrett Carter. The young man from Atlanta is going to go and fill up that spot and make plays all over the damn so place. Do you, think, do you think the Clemson secondary will get torched by Brock Purdy with no, uh, Andrew Booth? No, no, I, I don't think so because the Iowa state offense isn't really good. I mean, they're not, they're not light years. Great. Uh, freshman All-American I can't pronounce his name but uh, on the other side for Clemson so we'll see we'll see what happens uh, someone asked me uh, by on I think it was on I can't remember if it was on Twitter or somewhere but um, freaking what's his name Jackpot's favorite player on our team God what's what's the kid that uh, oh Xavier Thomas no, Xavier. Oh, you hate Shipley. Shipley. Shipley's got two more years of beating that Gamecock ass. But oh, um, no, Shipley. I told you Shipley would get 120 yards against you, and you're like, no, nah, that won't happen. And he did. So. Well, that's because he may tackle. go. He may go for 150 at home next year. No, yeah, that's because I wouldn't tackle. You know what? I, that that streak's coming to an end next year. Anyway, what about uh, Xavier Thomas? Like, Xavier Thomas didn't play in the. Uh, in the uh, in the game against South Carolina, because no, he laid he out. But then when the, when they they had the picture of all of the taters 
laying on the floor in our locker room doing like this with their little Palmetto Bowl trophy. Um, he was right there in the damn middle of it in his fucking street clothes, just laying there all lazy as fuck. Yeah. He's been he's been a failure. He's lazy. I bet you he wears dirty <laughs> socks and has uh uh boxer shorts with skid marks in them. Or or he wears them with the dick hole in the back. <laughs> he probably does. Oh, goodness. Probably does. All right. Well, 803-470-2905. If you want to uh, call the program this evening, it is available for you. Normally we have calls by now, Jackpot. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, unfortunately we're, we're, we're kind of, uh, in a, in a, uh, what do you call this? A dead period right now. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, the word, a lot of the internet stuff about Clemson is they're going to promote from within. They're talking about maybe Brandon Street or quarterbacks coach taking over as the offensive J coordinator. James Thompson said, "Sounds like Birch." Uh, no, I I don't ever remember Xavier Thomas intercepting any passes. I don't remember Xavier Thomas ever uh, actually uh, trying to have someone throw him a touchdown pass. I remember that happening. How'd that pass work out for you, Jackpot? Doesn't matter. Someone tried. Oh, no, it does matter. You matter. got you got mouth pumped. That's what happened there. All right, 803-470-2905 if you want to join us here on the program this evening. Uh, Jackpot, did you have anything else that you had out there that you wanted to talk about today? Uh, no, I do not. All right, well, then why don't we just end this shit then? <laughs> That might be the best way to go. Brock says, uh, Brandon Streeter should definitely be the OC. He did such an amazing job at Clemson developing DJ. Thank you, sir. Uh, Jackpot, what do you think about Axe Johnson and his brother leaving LSU? Well, what do you think about that? The LSU quarterback leaving and his brother decommitting, and they may end up both at Florida State. Oh, um, um, not much. <laughs> so, not, not, I don't even pay attention to it, to be honest with you. Well, there you go with that. People are fleeing Clemson like rats on a sinking ship. Yeah, well, Clemson will be fine. By the way, it's so, and I mentioned this on my show today, the South Carolina and Georgia fans are so like, wow, Clemson's losing all these folks. Yeah, but everyone's losing players. This is across the country, but Amy one one eight five nine L M F A O went away twenty five minutes and Hall still crying about his lifetime mediocre team that will be nothing more tan a boil on Dabo's ass. <laughs> okay, um, how does that work? I don't know. Boo who? What is that, Amy? Eleven eight fifty nine. Is that your birthday? You're too old to be up this late. I'm go to bed. Take a pill. Biscuit's got a point. This is the way it's going to be, and he's right. Every I think everyone's going to have to deal with not necessarily losing coaches. And anytime you have to replace an offensive and a defensive coordinator, it's a big deal. But the players are going to move on. That's just the way that it is. I mean, they're. These guys are going to move on uh, if they don't get the playing time that they want. 
they will definitely find somewhere else to go. So there's that. Bible Belt Beauties with the comment there I mentioned earlier today where Dabo Sweeney was at the Las Vegas Raiders game and he's hanging out on the sideline with Richard Petty instead of back at Clemson, you know, making sure that recruits are good and, you know, helping Brent Venables clean out his office. <laughs> Whatever. Wow. What a mess. All right. Well, it's been a good show. Jackpot. I'm heading to, uh, I, I feel like I'm you. I am traveling this weekend. We are going up to Gatlinburg to see Christmas lights. All righty. Just for one day. Yeah. Or? Just, we're going up for one day. My, um, I'm going to, my brother and I are going to make, make a knife. I don't, I don't, he, he said there's a place there where we can like make a knife. I, okay. I don't know. We're going to make a knife. So we're going to make a knife and hopefully my wife won't kill me with it on the way back home. <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> well, good luck with that. All right. You guys have a great weekend. We'll see you on Sunday.